Hey, Hunga fam, I'm Eric, also known as Tennis Bay, and this is the Hunga Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in to another week. This is episode 305, Fancast. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on all major platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Wherever you are looking for the show, you can search at HungUpPod. That's H-U-N-G-U-P-P-O-D. If you're looking for me, you can find me on Instagram at E.DanteCole. That's E-D-A-N-T-E-C-O-L-E. Send your listener feedback to HungUpPod at gmail.com or call 484-578-9992 and leave a message, and I'll play it on the show. Maybe. (laughs) When it comes to having a knack for fashion, I feel like you either have it or you don't. The closest I ever got to fashion and styling was several years back when I worked at Zara here in Philly. I worked upstairs in the men's section. I loved it, though the work was thankless. I dressed mannequins, and the customers. (laughs) And I created looks with the new merchandise that came in, seemed like several times on a weekly basis. I didn't have the knack and I lost a promotion that I was going for. I left bitterly. I think the location I worked at has since closed down. My guest this week went much further than I could ever go with fashion. Fashion, lifestyle, and travel blogger Bryce Lennon sits down with The Hunger Podcast to talk about his blog, his passion for fashion, and he leaves us with a few stay-at-home jewels for the quarantine. Enjoy, y'all. So, you know, here at the Hunger Podcast, we are all about Black Boy Joy. So, I would be remiss if I did not bring on Bryce Lennon once again. Um, he is not a stranger to the show. <laughs> Fashion, lifestyle, and travel blogger. Welcome to the show, Bryce Lennon, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. I'm here in the, in the flesh. Not literally, but I'm here. right we electronic and whatnot finally trying something new you know after like 30 minutes of me getting it together because y'all know listen it's been it's been a journey with with these skype calls it's like i got these really nice microphones i'm excited about you know kind of setting up this nice 
home kind of studio vibe going on got the couch got the plants you know it's feeling good and then rona comes So I can't invite people to the house to have an interview. Now I'm doing this Skype thing and, you know, sis is still, you know, trying to get her stuff together. You know, I'm I'm fumbling. I'm calling late. You, you hear the, the mic dropping in the background. You hear the dog barking. But I'm here. Okay. <laughs> right. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, as humans, we're built to adapt and survive. So you got this. It's fun. So I'm, I'm here. I know I introduced you, but please introduce yourself. Yeah, no problem. So once again, my name is Bryce Lennon. It's my second go around on the Hunger Pod. And I am a fashion lifestyle travel blogger. Uh, my handles are BryceLennon.com. It's my website. I also have another website, UnregisteredStyle.com. Check them both out. I update the content quite regularly. Support me, bitch! You can follow me on all social media platforms at Bryce Lennon or unregistered style and i am actually from south jersey you know right outside hey. of philadelphia born and raised educated in the south north carolina to be specific and Ooh, that's my spiel so okay. far you know HBCU, <laughs> hbcu grad you know pwi for, for grad school you know so i'm here okay so wait where did you go for undergrad oh <laughs> I went to the Elizabeth City State University, the 2008 to 2009 Mr. Elizabeth City State University. So just to plug that HBCU out there. So if you haven't heard of it, (laughs) out of Banks of North Carolina, okay? We were our Vikings going away very strong, okay? So that's where I was at for four years. North Carolina. North Carolina, you know? Shout out to all the North Carolina listeners. You know, the 704, the 252, Raleigh, Durham, Bull City. You know, we got the whole state on lock. Let's go. (laughs) Oh, I love it. And and just the energy you always bring, um, whether that be in person or, like you said, through social media, because you're always pushing out content. You just always bring really fresh, very positive, motivating energy and like I said, that's what we're all about here at the Hung Up Podcast. Um, so, you know, thank you for being here and, and just thank you for continuing to be that presence in the community. No problem. Thank you. I receive all of that. Yeah. I receive all of that. So I always like to start out by asking my guests, are you hung up? Are you hanging up on your week? What's been going on? How are you? I'm good. You know, we're two days in the week, you know, so far. But I <laughs> had to say, I am hanging up on Sister Molly on Insecure. I just cannot. I'm done. <laughs> I can't. I cannot, Sister Molly. You know, spoiler alert. Let's put a spoiler alert out there. Anyone didn't see it. <laughs> Sunday's episode, I just cannot. And it's just really unbearable. I don't know if I was triggered, 
But I just feel like there's been no real personal growth from her character since season one. And she's kind of like, I feel like we're on a carousel that we just cannot get off. And it's just really stressing me out with her character. Do you watch the show? <laughs> Have you watched the show? Are you caught up? Oh my gosh, yes, yes. What do you think? I, no, I feel like with Molly, I feel like a few things. Okay. She can she can dish it, but she can't take it. That's number one. That's a fact. Let me write that. She can she can dish it, but she can't take it. That's one. <laughs> so. And the other thing is that I think she's very immature how she operates in her relationships you know she may have the job and the degrees well even that can be questionable because we see that she's not that head bitch in charge at, at her job currently and i think okay. she's used to that you know i feel like in so many opportunities asian bay has given her to be like real and right. she's just not doing it so i think she's i i i, I really don't like how she's being immature about how she's handling the situation with Asian Bay, right? Because when she got mad about that whole when they were in the car and she was upset when he was like, "Yeah, I'm dating other people," which could have been baiting, or you know, we don't really know. Um, but that could have been the perfect opportunity to set boundaries and Ooh, or boundaries. just be like, boundaries. be like, you know what? I'm feeling you actually. So I I I, I hear that you're dating other people, but can we date more exclusively? Because I'm trying to fuck. Whoa! Well, she did that before she even said how she felt. So, okay. She has no problem with the partner. Molly don't have no she problem. She wants to do it partner. exclusively, I think. She ready for it though. She wants to make her rules. She wants to call the shots and make the rules. She does make her rules. And I think that Sister Molly, um, if she looks at her pattern from season one, she forces a lot of things onto the people in her life. And it's like somewhat exhausting because for me, when I looked at this episode in particular, where um, because I've been like hung up on Twitter lately if you haven't noticed um, so I'm back on Twitter but I've been looking nice. at this secure hashtag on Twitter and like people are like you know Molly you know her trying to be vulnerable with Asian bait is amazing but they're not really I trying think we, to be vulnerable 
I think ooh. is that what people are really saying? No, they're like really this episode is like the Teen Molly episode, and I'm just trying to, you know, to my point, I'm like, you know, I think so much time has passed, you know, two years since the last season. If we reflect back to season one, and remember when she was dating the young guy, I cannot remember his name, and she was asking him about um, what's like, you know, the craziest thing he's done sexually, I believe. And she said that oh, she yeah. like messed with a girl and she was like, well, what about you? And he didn't want to tell her and she kind of forced it. And then he said that he yeah. had an experience with a man. And then when she received that information, she was so quick to dismiss him. She couldn't handle but you, it. Yeah. You forced that vulnerability from him. Yeah. And so this episode, she did the same thing. But she got lucky this time that Asian Bay was willing to be like, oh, well, you know what? I could be vulnerable with you, too. And it just worked in her favor. But she's still doing the same thing she's always done. So I, I don't agree. know if she's really learning. Because she's not really getting called out on anything. It'll be interesting to see what happens this season with her. Because we know that her relationship with Issa has come to like a, a dead end or you know they've really come to head we don't know exactly what it's over yet but we can kind of see things building up slowly um, so and, and I think I heard we're going to get a couple of ex, extra episodes this season so I'm here for that too I mean anything we might 25 need minutes it. is fine like at this point like <laughs> please please <laughs> what so are you doing if, if it, <laughs> they dropping us family matter minutes like family management it's like i'm just like <laughs> well, this is 2020 can we at least get a 45 minute non-commercial break like i'm just saying uh, so not like i got so. she got things to do she's like i gotta get all set i got a plane to catch i got <sighs> i got coffee to grind i Listen. look i got shit to do Lisa, uh, uh, don't give us another two years for season we're going for it for season five we don't need that come on <laughs> I'll just I snowball that with. Um, oh, I'm sorry. What were you about to say? No, no, no. I was gonna say like, um, perfect segue to the next topic because I could go on about Molly for days. For days. Well, so you're hanging up on Molly. What am I hung up on this week? Ooh, I guess I should have thought about that before I asked you. Um, you had enough time, you know. Well, the thing is, like, I've had like three shows, so it's just like I'm. It's the same stuff. Like, I'm. I'm not going nowhere. So that's we're not doing the 2020. We're not explaining ourselves, okay? We're not doing that. We gave up explain explanations in 2019. All right. So, you're good. It's all good. We about to flow with it. <laughs> I'm. I'm. You know, I'm hung up on just having the ability to still be able to create from home being able to have you know people that I can reach out to like yourself and all my past guests I really appreciate everyone Robert Sterling Marquise everybody who came on Wesley John Bass <laughs> Sorry, you plugging them all out okay I wanted to make sure yeah because everyone has just made a, a, a honest effort to support me, support me bitch. through this and that's why I use in the hashtag a lot support me, bitch. Because it's just like those are 
like the folks that really know me and the closest with me you know like this past year the fact that i am still standing (laughs) and still have a little pep in my step and you know my head is still high is saying a lot but for for me to also take the show on um really not sure what it was going to be like having no experience with recording really well i record recording in the sense of because for the past two seasons my co-host did a lot of the technical work um right the after the post-production and getting it uploaded and getting the um rss feed out so you know everybody can get it you know they handled all of that so i had no experience with that so it was really a lot that kind of fell on my lap at the same time and there were some times of self-doubt there were times of i'm not sure if i'm ready to come ready to come back but i'm glad that i did it i'm glad that i'm here uh because so far this season has been great everyone that has come on has just been really great and i have some amazing dope interviews coming up in the next few months um so i'm really excited about everyone that comes on so i i just coin everyone that comes on as a part of the hung up fam so bryce is a part of part well you were already a part of the hung up fam you know you know <laughs> you are new you know so that's that's what i'm hung up on i'm thankful to have it and to have the community you and everyone listening <laughs> all y'all listening gosh i'll be watching the <laughs> stats uh i really appreciate y'all i really do so i'm hungry we appreciate you too and i just passed you some <laughs> kleenexes because that was very heartwarming oh well thank you <laughs> it was real it was from the heart it was, it was authentic it was raw it was real it was vulnerable <laughs> something molly can't do right now but you know no well listen they looking for a spot on the show hit me up <laughs> okay Molly not cutting it give me just give me a wig with some bangs and throw me up in that lawyer's office and I'm listening what's listen, the line give me the line be, so I, look you could be Tiffany's brother you know <laughs> we haven't seen the family yet you know right. Tiffany's brother's boyfriend Tiffany's brother's ex-boyfriend who's pissed the fuck off who's interested and I've been in looking for brother. you I've been looking for you exactly <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You said, okay, I, w- I was getting my characters confused for a second, but okay. okay. <laughs> wait, 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 who did you think I was saying? No, the whole time I was thinking of the gay brother, but you weren't. <laughs> oh, no, I just made up a brand new character. You know, this is Tiffany's yeah. brother who's in town visiting. He's from New York. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, I'm listening. I'm no, like, he's visiting New York and he's more of a free spirit because Tiffany's so stuffy and he meets Issa's brother and it's a potential no rom it's a romance, you know, potential. Because yeah. Issa's brother gets one line every other episode and it's really exhausting. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, well, I'm hung up on you too, Bryce. We we are all hung up on you. Thank thank you again for being here. So in the spirit of having a little fun, getting to know Bryce a little bit more. Let's do our icebreaker. Let's do it, you know. Because I'm very, very personal. <laughs> so yeah. no, one knows, no one knows much about anything I do. So. 
exactly. So this would be groundbreaking, right? Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So let's say you get an all-inclusive spa day, relaxation suite. You get the best service, full bar. You can, you know, as much food as you want. Who you taking with you, bestie or Bay? I'm taking my boyfriend. What you mean? Hey, <laughs> what is it? I mean, you besties. These girls know. Listen, my friend, my best friend. Okay, shit. My best friend mm-hmm. know. Like, mm-hmm. it's Bay. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. A, okay. It's Bay, family, best friends, loose associates, no one else. That's the order. So we taking Bay. And in that order. Because if Bay don't take me, what? What you mean? What are we doing? <laughs> Did you know some couples be like, nah, I need a break, uh, you know? I, I mean, be with listen. me all the time. Let's, you know, we do this on a regular. I need some, I need some alone time, some, some, some friend time. Listen, I understand that. Listen, I'm all about my own <laughs> time. However, you know, I love my daytime. I'm actually quarantined with Bay, and we're doing oh, just fine. fine. And that's fine. Yes. Like, we going to the spa. <laughs> and we're hung up on Bay because I, if, are, are you still with me? The same day that I recall. See, yeah, we hung up. We hung up over here. I love it. I love it. Okay. So next question. When it comes to a quick out of town getaway, you a checking your bag kind of girl or carry on kind of girl? Um, I'm really good with folding. So I'm a carry on unless it's frontier because they're gonna charge you more for the carry on. They're going to charge you for every inhale of breath you take. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, okay. If you were a drag queen, what would be your... If you don't know your drag name, what would be like your drag persona? Oh, persona. I don't know. I'm like really into space. <laughs> okay. So I just I see like, like a dress yeah, with yeah. like stars and... Like the galaxy, like my hat would like kind of like flow like the Milky Way. Intergalactic hoe. Yes, not a hoe, not a hoe. Okay, I ain't no hoe. I mean, I feel like when you, I just feel like when you a drag queen, you gotta just you know everything gotta be a little raunchy. But maybe it don't. Maybe see now, now I'm talking about myself. Is that what I'm doing? Right. See. Um, (laughs) See, that's you, Damien. Right, so we gonna come out. You gonna come out first. You gonna give us. Would you? Would you gonna give us? Sorry, let me. Let me. Let me back up. This, this is not about like, me. The stars <laughs> are just gonna be like shining in the, the Milky Way. The Milky Way. I'm gonna have a long glove. Everything's gonna be kind of like a dark blue, but then the hat is gonna be like a hint of magenta. Did you see Dark Phoenix? X Men Dark Phoenix. Like you saw how oh, Phoenix no. has a hint of magenta. It wasn't fiery. Like I'm talking about that type of magenta. You know. You're gonna be a fierce drag queen. I love it. Exactly. That's what we're going with. When we doing this? I'm I'm here for it. Um, I've only done that in high school because I was in this competition. Well, oh. I was in this male pageant, and a part of the pageant is like, as well as part <laughs> of um the, it's like tradition that the the boys, not boys, we're men at that point because we're 17, 18. We have a a routine where we all dress like women. So I was Janet Jackson. So I've only done it once, but Needless to say, I was Remember pretty What song you did? Um, oh, God. Is it all for you? 
<laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, when it she was, was like, like train we say? in the video. When she was like on the train in the video. Exactly. I remember my sister picked out my outfit, <laughs> picked out the wig. And it was just really awkward because my I remember I looked in the crowd and my dad and my brother like put their heads down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so wait, by then was dad like full aware of what the I situation I mean, I think they've been aware since I was little, <laughs> but they didn't accept it until two years ago. So it's been full denial um, okay. for a very long time. Hmm. Have they met Bay yet? And if I'm getting too personal, I don't know. You're fine. Of course. No, no. Because they met Bay. You know, it's been a process though because I didn't really come out to them until like verbally until two years ago. You got to do this in stages. You don't want to put too much on them at one time. You know, you got to <laughs> put it in stages. You know, so it was like a sit down piece. It didn't go over well. Needless to say, I'm still here. So, and they're still there and they still love me. They still have love for each other. But it was um, a lot of uh, a lot of things they had to come to grips with and accept. Um, and more so when the backlash was coming my way, it was more so, it was a lot of me saying like, this really doesn't have much to do with me, you know? Like, mm-hmm. this is a lifestyle. What to do with them. Exactly. Do you, what was it? Was it the their faith or? No, you know I didn't. I didn't grow up in a very religious household. It was more so. Um, I my parents are older, so maybe old school mentality and fear. You know that fear of like you know you might get HIV, like just that whole ignorant part. Um, with the lifestyle and like you know, then the questions like, are you the man or the woman? which is really problematic. Oh it's just, you know, that, that awkward conversation you never really wanted to have, but you had it anyway. <laughs> so, so, mm-hmm. so, I mean, the some stories people, so many of us have. Exactly. Some people experience yeah. it way earlier. Some people never experience it. And then some people experience it 30s, 40s, 50s. Like, it just depends. That was my year. That was it. You know? So, who's your celebrity crush? Who, who's like the ultimate? You know, we got. I know you got Bay in the crib, but who's that one guy that you know? He just gotta understand that if he were to come up, you you just gotta go with him that night. You coming back home, but you gotta go. Well, well, for the record, we know who his is. And I, oh. mine. But for the also for the second thing, I'm not going for though. the record. I'm not going, no. We can look, but we're not going to touch. We're not, I'm not going back. We're not doing that. We're not opening up Pandora's box. But I will say, it will probably mm-hmm. be, this is a wild card choice, Lenny Kravitz. Come on. Now, why, why is it a wild card choice? Why can't it just be the choice? I feel like he's be- very um, underrated by a lot of people in our age demographic. Ooh. Um, I feel like people somehow like he kind of slips between the cracks. I don't know how, but I've mm-hmm. always had that eye since I was like yeah. young. Oh, yeah. And he looks exact. I mean, he's aged way better than his daughter oh, yeah. and his Fine. ex-wife. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. I'm hung up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of music, Whitney and Mariah. I grew up 
it's funny. So I, mm, that's rough. Um, mm. I'm gonna go with Sister Whitney, but I grew up in a very Mariah household. Really? Yes, and that's because my sister and I are 17 years apart, and we're very close. So when I was a little boy, she always played Mariah. What era of Mariah do you remember the most? Remember the most? Yeah, um, she used to play a lot. What do, what do you remember the most? Oh my God, I cannot think. This. Okay, the song with Diddy, where it was like a whole movie production. Honey, Honey she like jumped out the window. And <laughs> then we're like, oh yeah, Mace. Yes, yeah. she had the high ponytail. And then also mm-hmm. Rain- Rainbow mm-hmm. Mariah. Is it Rainbow Mariah? We're in a oh, movie theater. Yeah, the, um, that was Heartbreaker. Yes, that Mariah. But Mariah, that's my girl, though. But I had to go with Whitney just because, you know, rest in peace to the queen. But Whitney yeah. could blow. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So. That's my girl. If you could be a bird and fly far, far away from here, like Janine from Forrest Gump, where would you go? In this climate, I'm not going nowhere. But pre-corona and post, <laughs> um, I'm going to Egypt. Ooh. What about Egypt is so fascinating for you? I think ancient civilizations are just fascinating in general um, because we still don't know really why the pyramids are there, what their purpose are. Um, they're they like literally the oldest structures on Earth, and I just think it's just all fascinating. Um, so. I don't know. I just really like, I don't know. I'm really kind of into like ancient buildings and structures and civilizations. It's kind of like my niche. Plus, I'm really into science fiction movies and they always touch back with Egypt. So, so I think I agree with you. I think it's even, I think it's also interesting that to this day, scientists, archaeologists, no one can figure out. You, you talked about it a little bit, but nobody can figure out how in the hell did they build these pyramids? All right. And in, in the time and day that it, you know, where there wasn't much technology, um, you know, how were they able, no, not much technology nor big machines, at least, you know, to what we, what we think, how the hell did they, did they do this? So I agree with you. That's definitely a place that I would like to go. Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I've looked up mm-hmm. all the YouTube videos, all the conspiracy theories, you know, but allegedly <laughs> people are trying to say that there was, that the Egyptians inherited the pyramids, that there was actually an advanced civilization that actually fell, and then the Egyptians inherited the pyramids. I'm like, whoa, this is like a game changer. <clears throat> Oh, but we would never know. <laughs> so it doesn't really hmm. matter. Inherited from whom, though? That would be my that thing. It's just advanced like... advanced civilization that was probably more advanced than we are now. Who knows? We'll or are know. they just trying to take away this unbelievable... How could these black people have done this? I didn't say <laughs> the advanced civilization wasn't black. <laughs> that part. That part. Very cool. So, last icebreaker question. Who is your, if you have one, who's your favorite Insta celebrity? Insta celebrities. 
What qualifies as an Insta celebrity? A, ver- a check mark? A number count? I guess like I wrote down Insta personality, <laughs> but I'm just not sure what I've I've heard to them be referred to before as Insta celebrities. I, you know, Insta personality, like Insta influencer, like oh. anywhere you want to put it. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I have a favorite. I think it depends what type of mood I'm in. Like, I can go, oh, I don't know. It used to be just hilarious, honestly. But I heard they canceled her on Twitter a little bit. But she was funny. She was, like, two years ago. But other than that, I don't know. I don't really, I don't think I use Instagram for comedy, though. one that he does like all the remakes <laughs> with the Black Panther. I don't know. Oh if yes. Um, I really like him. He's funny and he's hella fine. So I like to watch him. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> we are going to take a quick little break and we'll be right back. The fashion lifestyle and travel blog. We're going to dive a little bit into it. I have some questions for you around some of your inspiration so we'll be right back hey what's up hung up fam i hope y'all enjoying the episode While we're on a little break, pull out your phone, hit that screen record button, post it to your social media, and tag your friends. Share the episode. I would love to get more of your friends, more of the community engaged and listening to the show. I really appreciate it. Now let's get back to the episode. Favor, please. I love y'all. Can y'all just save a sprinkle of dick, a teaspoon? A pinch of dick. Just save a pinch of dick for me, please. Because it ain't no more. I hear y'all done took them out. Please. Start. They love y'all. These niggas love y'all. Please start turning them down. Some of them. It ain't but three straight niggas in Atlanta. And I think one of them is DL. So that means we arguing over two niggas. Please. Can you just... I, I fuck around to get me an old lady. I don't want to eat no coochie. I don't even know how to. Please, can y'all just stop and just stop this? We arguing over two niggas down here. Oh. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Before we let Bryce go, we want to just dive into his blog a little bit because you are a blogger that's your thing right that's me i want to at least bring up the things that i that really stood out to me that were my favorite parts of your blog where you want to start with where you want to go a lot of content under your fashion section of your blog the outfit of the week i really like because i just think it's so appropriate for right now (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like it's comfortable <laughs> because this is listen this is this is what I like I like the sweats 
very comfortable. You have the puffer jacket because it does get a little chilly, but it's, you know, light enough to where you won't get too hot. I really like this look. And I think the, you know, the gray sweats have been in style for a while. So. Right. Like, I mean, who doesn't appreciate a good jogger? What happened to She by Sheree? Joggers. Excuse me? Joggers. It's more lifestyle. Like so he's talking about your, your clothing line, She by Sheree. Are you bringing it back? Oh. You know, so, I mean, I know <laughs> for myself, I've been into, like, monochromatic fits lately, all one color. So I think when I posted that one, I was on, like, this whole gray situation. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if you notice on the blog and social media, I do things in colors now. So yeah. I try to coordinate the outfits based on like the color scheme of everything else. So that one definitely um, almost like I could consider it like Kanye daddy fashion. So it's like, you know, oversized <laughs> sweatsuit yeah. with a nice puffer jacket. Maybe I'm picking up the kids from school. Maybe I'm going to the bar. You know, it's very Maybe versatile. Maybe I'm going to fresh grocer. Who knows? You know, there you, know? you go. So it's very comfortable. If you get a little cold, throw on the jacket, like you said. Throw on the kicks. You know, it's whatever. <laughs> now, I really like it. And it is very, you know, grayed out. I like right. that. <laughs> Super comfortable. And then I think it's really dope how you have the links here on your blog to where you can favorite the item so that way you can get an alert later or you can go ahead and purchase the item so like you put together these looks and then you literally lay out um each item with a link so right after that you have the black jean jacket with the pulp fiction t-shirt you can you can't go wrong with the, the converse right i mean i've been like to your point i've been like obsessed with um the whole like graphic tee tucked in a dress pants situation with a sneaker because it's giving me like 1990s but like because everything's kind of more fitted now so it's giving me yeah. like a 2020 twist so that's kind of like honestly it's kind of weird that's kind of how I dress when I go to work um minus I won't wear like the Pulp Fiction graphic tee I'll just wear a solid color graphic tee because yeah I work in 911 so it's like pseudo dressed up but not really. So just in case I have to go to an important meeting, I can just throw on my loafers, put on a cardigan, we in there. Wait, you know? Did you say nine one one? Like the yep. when you call nine one one? Yep. Not going to tell you which county. Show. Yep. Not going to tell you which county. But yep, I work in nine one one emergency wow. communications. Um, I'm their oh. GIS analyst, geographic information systems analyst. That's what I do. Um, I work with dispatchers. No. So oh that's a whole nother conversation. A man of many trades, okay? You know, there you go. Let people know. So I really like this. You know, I'm, I haven't fully gotten with the clunky shoe look. <laughs> I see you have it with the fila, the filas that you have with um, a few looks that you have on your blog. You know, I've originally I too had my reservations because I have a big foot and I'm. A, I'm not the tallest person in the world, but you're gonna make it these, even bigger, <laughs> right? So these filas, I actually have these, um, and they look really cool. They actually, to me, make my foot look smaller. So if you get a chance, I would definitely try them on at a well at post COVID at a store 
and see just how they work with your feet. Because I mean, I like I said, like I had my reservations too with the whole clunky shoe, but um, I wasn't trying to look like an L from the side. But it really, I like them. I like them. And the, I, I really like the black turtleneck that you have with the leopard coat, which as an alpha, the fact that I don't have a black turtleneck <laughs> in my repertoire wow. yet is just unbelievable. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you don't even want to go there with the Greek shame. Really want to go there. But that's a staple that I feel like, wow. So yeah. if any listeners are listening, Eric, I don't know if you want to plug in your contact where you can like receive a black turtleneck for Christmas any potential days <laughs> anyone that's really listening right now he needs a black turtleneck okay like that's just a minimum requirement to Alpha Alpha in his chapter at this point like we just need the turtleneck oh, and yeah. how's that this is a non a non alpha is telling me this like what the fuck you know you know, I'm just, I'm just look. It's all look. Whatever fraternion, we're all brothers. Look, you know, like we all are in a it's black fort. Bring it, bring it full circle. It's just yes. all. They were all founded <laughs> by different people, but mm-hmm. same mission in line. Okay? okay, to help uplift okay. the community. Right. Okay, <laughs> listen. Let them know. Better let them know. <laughs> so. The next section I wanted to talk about on your blog that I really liked was your fan cast section. Okay. You have this fascination with Storm that I was just like, ooh, ooh, okay, this is really cool. Not only do you have, like, a a fascination with Storm, but you really have a strong sense of her character it seems like you've been following storm for a really long time <laughs> you know who she is to, to the extent of just being so disappointed <laughs> in the on-screen depictions of storm <laughs> talk to us a little bit about this this section your fan cast section okay so my love for x-men goes way back to the animated series when i was five and Storm, I mean, she's the only, at that time of the show, she was the only person of African descent that I saw visually as a child. And she was all about, like, she was actually like a weather witch. Like, she summoned her powers, and her powers are based off her emotions, right? And when the movies came out, you know, in 2000, Sister Holly Berry got the role. You know, that was right around the Oscars. You know, she got her Oscar. So, it, you know, in hindsight, it... I feel like there were other candidates that could have potentially taken on that role. However, I can see why a non-black director would, you know, give her that opportunity. You know what I'm saying? She was fresh off of Oscar, you know? Um, However, I felt like ideally it should have been Angela Bassett, hands down. Angela Bassett, hands down. Angela Bassett, yeah, I don't even need to say this again. It's it's just because you... It's just because you work at 911 and she and she's on the show. Well, you know, we can't dismiss Holly Berry did do the movie The Call, where she was a 911 <laughs> dispatcher. So let's, you know, and that was to me one of her best movies because I love the movie. Okay. Okay. I'm just making sure you're not being biased here. That's no, all. I, I left my bias outside, you know, before the interview. Bias is outside. But, you know, speaking of alternatives, you give a nice, um, a nice list of of folks that you feel could potentially 
have played or could play a future role of Storm, right? Yes. So let's just jump into it. So disclaimer before <laughs> this goes out, like I had to give you a little Uh-oh. background piece of information. Disney bought the X-Men characters. They did not own them before. Once upon a time, Marvel went bankrupt, okay? And they sold their characters. Fox got mm-hmm. the X-Men, and then Disney and Marvel Studios became a thing, and they had the Avengers. Now Disney has the X-Men characters, meaning that there's going to be a reboot. I just have to say that because people get confused. So, to my mm-hmm. point, depending on how the X-Men are introduced, we could have a younger Storm, or we could have an older Storm. So that's why this list kind of ranges with different ages you know we don't know which direction i love it from janelle monet to michaela cole who else did i see on here that really stood out to me megan good you have on here then you ryan destiny you have a really good samira wiley yes so i just you know there's a misconception about storm that you know people forget she's yes she's half African, but she's also half African American too. So, you know, when it when it came to Holly Berry's casting originally, there was a, a topic of colorism because Holly Berry is a biracial actress. Um, so I tried to pick a character, a uh, pick an actress, excuse me, that looked visually more like Storm that I identify with when I was younger. Like Dewanda Wise. Dewanda, she was on my low tier. But she's also like pretty up and coming. Does she give you the look? She gives me the look, but I don't know about the acting. She was already casted in a role in Captain Marvel as, if I'm not mistaken, as a Monica Rambeau, but couldn't take the role. So I feel like they already have her Mm. name in the system. Like she's already like, okay, we couldn't get her as this role, so we're going to give her this other one, maybe Storm. Um, and it didn't fare well. Right. <laughs> but I mean, Ryan Destiny, I feel like that would be a completely, like you said, that would be a completely different like experience of like a younger version, right, of someone um, who's giving you a different flavor. Right. So I really, I really like the list of women you have here, Janelle Monae. Uh, the only thing with Janelle, she's short. And Sister Storm is a good 5'9". Oh. How how short is Janelle? Do you know? I feel like Janelle is probably like 5'3". She doesn't look tall. She's a short... Okay. She's short. Like, she's like... Like, honestly, like, Jada Pinkett also would have been a good pick, but Jada Pinkett is very tiny. Yeah, she is... She is tiny. So we have to put some stilettos on these ladies, okay? Storm's going to be a bad bitch. Look, they can make her stand, like, stand on a box like they did with Cyclops, because he was very short no one realized. James Marsden. You don't need stilettos or a box or to be tall to be a bad bitch, okay? There you go. I know. (laughs) But to your point, my, my top pick, honestly, I would go with Michaela Cole. Yeah, I really like her. Um, no, I mean, I think her acting is just phenomenal, but I, I just love her features. Mm-hmm. I think her features would be perfect for that role. Right. Or Sister Yaya. One of the two. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Okay. So you have a skincare review section, and I saw that you recently reviewed a skincare product by, I believe it's Jan Marino. 
Yes. Well, that was um, over a year ago. That's the most recent one, though. (laughs) (laughs) Even though that was a while ago, (laughs) you still, I'm sure, have remedies or products that you use as being a black man, what do you feel is one of the biggest issues facing black men today when it comes to our skin? Ooh, so, you know, I know for myself, my skin is a little oily and I've learned to really drink a lot of water, you know, a lot of water and minimize my stress. And also because I have so much hair, um, I have to also be conscious of especially because I work out a lot. I run a lot. Um, I do a lot of half marathons that the oil that's in my hair also can run down my forehead mm-hmm. and create uh, breakouts as well. So just being conscious of those things and making sure um, I shower right after a workout and um, finding just a good skincare regimen that works with my type of skin because everyone has different types of skin. So. Yeah, same thing here. Bryce, I sweat a lot because of tennis. I I quickly realized, okay, whatever I have in my hair will eventually fall down into my face. Right. So I need to be conscious of that, um, especially on the days that I'm planning to go out and play. But uh, (sighs) for me, me it was um, some of the same issues, but more so like, so I had oily skin, but I would, I feel like I had like a lot of dead skin accumulation. So basically I was in this situation where I was constantly, like I had to do like regular exfoliation on my face almost every day. Mm. And even sometimes that wasn't enough. And I think that I I just have a lot of hair. I have long hair and I have my beard and I use oil in my beard. I use product in my hair, all natural. But still, you know, I I realized that all of this stuff is, like, in my face. So I don't know what made me purchase a microderm blackhead remover. Okay. Um, I might have been up late one night, laid across the couch. (laughs) And one of those, you know how those infomercials come on real late? Oh, yes. The the 3 a.m. ones. The 3 a.m. one that's been running for a year talking about if you call within an hour, the next 10 callers are going to get a million dollars. Like, bitch, y'all been running this commercial all year. Like, come right. on. Exactly. <laughs> Be a real one for one minute. Exactly. But, um, but yeah, I, I, per- I, w- I went on Amazon. I got me a microderm blackhead remover. And let me just say that it has really turned things around for me. So, I agree with you. I think, especially for black and brown men, like you said, all of our skin is different. Like you have to really kind of figure out what works for you. What works perfect for one guy may not work the best for the next guy. And I've tried a lot of things. I've tried things that I've seen online. I've tried things that were referred to me um, by friends. And I've also used black products. Like I've used products for black men who have skin issues, but it just didn't, the, the microderm black hair remover has just, it, it's literally like a vacuum cleaner for your skin. It, right. it sucks everything out of your skin. Um, not everything, but it sucks <laughs> the 
all that oil, the dead skin, um, those things that I was mostly concerned about that were giving me issues, it it takes care of all that, and you you see results right away. So um, shout out shout out to the microderm. Listen, how was the interesting in getting one? Listen, <laughs> I was gonna ask you how was I know you said it was a little over a year ago, but how was the Jan Marino product? Do you remember? It was good. Like I felt like it didn't really enhance too much. Um, I mean, they only sent me a sample size. You know, I can only use it, but what, like a week? But um, I didn't have any breakouts or anything within that next month. Um, my skin felt really good. It kind of dried it out again because sometimes, like, I feel like when they send you these products, they're not necessarily geared towards people of color. So mm-hmm. sometimes I'm a little, a little, excuse me, a little hesitant about yeah. like doing product reviews. But um, I didn't have a bad experience with this one. But needless to say, it wasn't something I would buy again. Got well, buy you. in general because this was a, you know, obviously. A sample that was sent and everyone's skin is different so right. like you could you could send a product out to 10 to 10 people the same product out to 10 people and everyone you know depending on your skin and everyone's skin is hydrated differently some people are more oily some people are you know more dry you know some people you know everyone has different issues it really is kind of like a trial and error right. when you're out here trying to figure out how do i get my skin together especially for us fellas who like to have beards um it just adds another level of complexity right <laughs> to the to the skin issues <laughs> listen i just grew my first rona beard in my whole life and i'm already over it so i'm Why? waiting for the barbershop to it's open. giving I'm you like, I'm like, oh God, this is a lie. I'm not built for this. So I'm like ready to go to the park. Where's your struggle? I've never had more than a goatee. And I'm just like, this is just a lot. I miss seeing my face. Like, mm, it's like itchy a little bit. I'm I'm, I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like this is you're not gonna, you're gonna be you're gonna be pledging for a few weeks, but <laughs> I I feel like once you like just let it grow out and then you can like cut it and trim it down however you want right you, you gotta let it go a little crazy at first you know? it's crazy <laughs> it's crazy i don't know i've and been hiding it in my time. photos i've been hiding it in my photos but it's, it's pretty crazy um and i'm not really a fan of it so once rona sets and you know everything's just better i'm first appointment to the barber this is gonna get uh, become a goatee <laughs> i can't oh my gosh so speaking of rona you know, right now, a lot of people, you know, stuck in the house and a lot of folks are either out of boredom or creativity, maybe a little bit of both. You know, a lot of a lot of folks are taking selfies and self-portraits and things like that. Mm-hmm. So you have a do-it-yourself section, which I think is really cool because you created this out of the same thing, boredom, <laughs> like you right. said. You were bored. Uh, you wanted to be a little creative, and you were able to make a little magic happen with just you yourself in the room and a camera. We want to get that really nice self shot, self portrait. What would you say is the number one rule that we all have to remember? Lighting, lighting. Mm. Um, people have been doing this like thing with the blinds, like early in the morning, where like the light that pierced through the blinds like hit your face. Oh, yeah. But then also, 
Especially when you get it around your eyes, so your eyes really glow. I think that's really cool, right? Yeah, um, because we be glowing. We out here. Listen, I'm here for it all. <laughs> but um, yeah, especially like right now is like cusp of golden hour. And golden hour is like that time, like that 30 minute window you have before the sun goes down where the lighting is amazing. And that's where, um, I don't know if you're aware of this, but all the photos on my blog, I take them myself, like with my tripod. So normally I'm out here during golden hour taking my blog photos. And the locations are so dope. And so just, I don't know. Sometimes you just seem like you're the only, I don't mean to sound like sad or depressing, but it's like you're the only person. You find these places to shoot that seem really like cool, but also like very desolate. <laughs> right. Well, I think that's like a reflection of my personality because like when you're, when I'm taking photos in front of a whole bunch of people, people are like clapping, like, whoa, oh my goodness, you're like a man. And it just really makes me uncomfortable because I'm not trying to get that much attention. So I tend to pick places where no one's around. So I always go to industrial parks. Um, regular oh, parks with a lot of shading. Sometimes I'm in the woods by my home. So yeah, I like to be by myself because I just don't like that attention. It's really weird. And it comes through your work because it makes for a much more intimate shot. We get to really take in what you're trying to portray in the photo, which is your, your fashion. Right. <laughs> You know what I mean? So, um, very dope, very dope. And and I know you talk about this a little bit in your real talk section. How has the coronavirus situation impacted you, just as a creative? You know what's affecting me? Getting clothes, right? You can't go to the mall. Okay. Everything's online. And then even with Amazon, it has to be like a priority for it to come on time. And like I'm a, I do stuff for Express. I do. Um, I work with Express and like even getting clothes from them has been more difficult as opposed to me going to the mall and just picking it up, you know? So I kind of have to strategize yeah. more um, when yeah. it comes to my actual layout of my content. So I've been like kind of mapping out my outfits, which before I would just kind of do stuff on the fly. So I will say that that's kind of changed. I don't come across many fashion blogs like yours that can talk to people who may not be fashion experts. You, you right. know what I mean? Like, I think some people get so and they, they indulge so much into whatever it is that they're doing, whether that be fashion, technology, computers, whatever, that you start to speak that language and you forget how to talk to folks who don't come from that background right I mean? so i think your website does a really great job not not just your website but you guys please follow him on his social media uh, because you do a really good job at, at conveying that on your instagram as well so oh, speaking of which <laughs> you're very welcome speaking of which um oh just great remind yeah. people where they can find you before you before you go Oh, yeah. So like I mentioned previously, um, you can definitely follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, and Facebook. I'll give that tactic, whatever. But you can follow me at Bryce Lennon, <laughs> Bryce with a Y, three N's, okay? 
And also, you can check out the actual blog itself at BryceLandon.com. Facebook, I think it's, if I'm not mistaken, Facebook.com slash blogs because someone took Bryce Lennon already. Um, and then, oh, Unregistered Styles, UnregisteredStyle.com, and everything is at Unregistered Style. So those are, you know, my two blogs. Um, you're not really going to see much personal information about me on either one of those platforms. That's why you need to listen to this podcast. I don't, even <laughs> post on, I don't even post on Insta story because I don't want to get personal, you know? So um, I kind of just keep everything. I just like posting photos, outfits. If you want to have a discussion, go to Twitter. We can talk about reality TV, Big Brother, so X-Men, what you want to yeah. talk about. Let's talk about it. That's really cool. Bryce Lennon, everybody. Thank you so much for dialing in to the Hunger Podcast. I am Hunga. Thank you so much for coming through. You all, please make sure you support this brother. Follow him. Check him out. Y'all know how I do. I'm going to be posting. There'll be, of course, um, his contact information in the episode credits. So, yeah. You are dope, Bryce. Thank you so much for coming through. You're also dope, brother. Thank you for having me. Thanks for tuning in to episode 305 Fancast with Bryce Lennon. To stay up to date with the latest fashions, be sure to follow him at Bryce Lennon. That's B-R-Y-C-E-L-E-N-N-O-N. Thanks again for supporting me and coming through, Bryce. Two times a charm. You can keep up with the show on all platforms at HungUpPod. That's H-U-N-G-U-P-P-O-D. You can find me at E-Dante Cole on Instagram and Twitter. That's E-D-A-N-T-E-C-O-L-E. Share this podcast with your friends and on your social media. I want to hear from y'all more. Send your feedback to the show on Instagram or email the show at hungupod at gmail.com. It's 3.40 in the morning, Sunday. Late as fuck but not too early because the birds in the neighborhood haven't all collectively joined in song. Well, some have. But I know it's coming soon. I'm looking forward to this bed, though, y'all. Stay safe. Until next time. Peace.